Welcome to another episode of Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. This is the place for inspiration and empowerment so that you can overcome shame, guilt, fear, loss, and grief. We are barely scripted, raw, real, and we even have a lot of fun. This is your place to get some tips so that you can begin to disrupt your trauma for good. Let's get started. Hey there, friends and fellow warriors. Okay, so when I was looking at my notes for this episode and talking about being future-minded, I thought to myself, now wait a minute, I just got through doing a podcast a couple episodes ago that was about letting go of the past. So wait a minute, isn't being future-minded the same as letting go of the past? Am I just going to repeat every single thing <laughs> that I said before? Okay, so no, I may reference some things from before. And you know what? Here's the thing I wanted to say too about that. When you hear some of the same stories from me, some of the same messages, that is by design. That is on purpose. Everything does not have to be new to be fresh. Everything doesn't have to be a brand new inspired message to be the message that you need to hear. I also think that we have very short memories. We've got a lot of stuff up in our noggins, you know, competing for space up there in our in our hard drive, in our, even our RAM, in our brains, and we have to hear things over and over. Haven't you ever heard a scripture, a quote, some kind of piece of wisdom or something, and you know you've heard it. You know you've heard it a bunch of times, but it's as if you've never heard it before because that was the moment you needed to hear it, or you heard it along with something that's going on in your life, and the perspective just, boom, hits you. So I think that people who are sending out their messages and are continually refreshing certain concepts are wise to do so. We've got to keep hearing the same thing. So no, it's not going to be an exact repeat, but there may be some things that are similar in the message. Who knows? I only have a couple bullet points, literally. That's what I do when I podcast, by the way. I have a couple bullet points and then it just comes to me. And you know what's funny? I feel like I'm better at doing this kind of off-the-cuff thing than if I sit down to write a book or sit down to do something that is going to be from you know beginning to end, and I've got to map it all out. And um, it's kind of kind of interesting. I don't I don't know why, but it, it's really kind of cool when you're free flowing, and ideas come to you that you think, oh, that could really support what I'm saying. So I love that. I love that kind of thing. It you know what it reminds me of. Have you ever seen, there was a show called The Groundlings and they did that improv and people from the audience would just yell something out and they would just act it out. It was incredible. I thought, how does anybody do that? I mean, at least I've got you know, some kind of a, a flow of messaging and things that I can bring in, but this is just off the cuff stuff, big time. It's pretty amazing that people can do that. So I'm not quite that good. So what I wanted to talk to you about, though, with being future-minded, this is kind of taking it a step further than letting go of the past. And I think there were a lot of good little nuggets in that podcast you might want to go back and check out about letting go of the past because, you know, it was all about, let me refresh. What I said in that podcast was that I'm 60, for instance, let me just use my age because I don't know how old you are. And um, I have 60 years of life and 60 years of memories and 60 years of experience. And that's what I know. It's what I can remember. It's what's in my brain as much of it as, as I can remember. It's the known. 
The present is right now. I don't even know. I said in, in that other podcast, I don't know what the present is. Should have looked it up. Is the present this just one moment? Is it a second? Is it a day? I don't even know what it is, the present. But the rest of our life is the future. And every day that goes by, our past gets longer and our future gets shorter, right? And just while we're doing this podcast, our future is going to get shorter and our past is going to, going to get longer. So it kind of makes sense that we live to a certain ex extent in the past because it's what we know. It's what we can remember. It's, it's what was. It's the reality. But if we stay there too much, and you can go back and listen to, to the podcast on that whole topic, but if we stay there too much, then we kind of aren't prepared for the future and we aren't looking forward to it with, with hope and expectancy and um, faith and promise and joy. And, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you there isn't going to be some tough things in your future. It's going to get tougher the older we get. Let's face it. We're going to lose more people. Health issues happen. You start feeling like, wow, this is more closer to the end. The, the further we get, of course, life is going to be tough. So if it's going to be tough, don't you want to be tougher than whatever happens? Don't you want to be prepared? So that's why I do what I do and teach what I teach because the older, the, every day that goes by, the bigger your past becomes, the shorter your future is, the more courage we need. That's just really what we have to do. So use the past, even if it's just for wonderful memories and to help you feel good and have that, that those endorphins going through your body. And, and it's fun. It's fun to recall wonderful memories and even revisit the not so wonderful ones to learn, to grow, to understand human psychology, to, to just create more within you by using those past experiences. Great. I do that all the time. We have to get a little more future-minded. So let me give you a, a really kind of out there story that I, I just think is really going to be great. And this is something that I'm doing right now. I'm starting to pray for the 15 people, 12 jurors and three alternates. I better get that number squared away. Next time I talk to the DA, I'll ask. I'll ask. But for Jamie's murder trial, I started to think, you guys, listen, I want you to think about the future. Sometime in the future, and they say it might take another two years to get to trial, but let's say in the next two years, 15 people are going about their lives right now, having no idea, no idea, that one day in the near future, their lives are going to intersect with mine, with my families, with the court system, in ways that affect our lives so profoundly and right now they have no idea. They have no idea. They will be juror number, well, one, two, three, four, five, whatever the juror number, they have no idea. They will be called on that day to court. They have no idea that they will be chosen for that jury. They have no idea, or I should say considered for that, that jury. They have no idea they'll go through the process and be actually chosen to sit on that jury. They have no idea that their, our lives are in their hands. I mean, this makes me emotional. 15 people are going to decide the future for the guy who murdered my daughter. And so I'm praying for those 15 people now. 
I'm not waiting till they're chosen. I'm so future-minded about this that I've begun to pray for them right now. I'm praying for their safety, for their wisdom, for all good things that I can think of to happen to their lives. Yes, I'm praying that they make the right decision too, but I'm praying for them in general. I'm praying for their safety and their health, their happiness. I'm praying. I'm praying right now for the future. I'm praying that I'm visualizing it. I'm visualizing the people. What do you think about that? Do you think that is something cool? So I don't know if you've ever done anything kind of like visualize visualization exercises. And, you know, if you're a believer, this isn't some anti-Bible thing or anything. There's a lot of, there's a lot in the Bible about the future and, and, and seeing things first and believing first. So I think that's really important for you to realize that this is a, this is a good thing. It's not some weird out there woo woo thing. The future should be visualized. We can't visualize every little detail. Like when I said, I'm picturing the people, well, they're all going to look totally different than what I picture, right? It's like when you talk to someone on the phone, have you ever talked to someone on the phone in business, maybe, especially before we had video and you would talk to them maybe for years on occasion and you have them pictured. And then for whatever reason, you see a picture of them and you go, what? No, nothing like that. So obviously I can't picture these people, but I'm doing my best to make them real. And, and God knows who they are. So my prayers are getting out there. I'm praying for angels to protect them. I'm praying that they do the right thing. All of the things that I think are important for me to, to pray for the future. And so I think it's good for us to visualize the future, to pray in advance. I started praying for my nieces and nephews, kids, great nieces and nephews. I'm praying for them now. I'm sending angels out in advance so they will make good decisions and they will stay safe. I don't want to wait till they're in trouble, wait till they're going to need it. I want to project it out there. Is this, does this sound a little kind of out there to you? I don't know, but I like being future minded. I'd said this, I believe in the podcast when I talked about the past, we're either fighting for our future or we're fighting the future. Don't fight your future. It is coming, my friend. It's coming fast and hard. And it, in fact, you know, when I started talking to you about this, 10 minutes have passed. And so it, it's coming. There's nothing you can do about the train that is coming. The train that's called tomorrow and the next day and the next day. The future is coming. It is upon us. It is happening fast. And that either scares the bejesus out of us, right? That's when we're fighting the future or we're fighting for it. We're fighting for hope and wisdom and courage and faith. Don't fight the future because like I said, it's coming. And if we fight it, we're not going to be prepared for it. If we fight it, we're not going to be open to all the possibilities. We're not going to be ready for our purpose, our mission. You're here for a reason, right? I mean, and it goes beyond just you know, going to work and coming home and getting married and having a house and, and all that. And all that's wonderful. And, and it all could be part of your purpose. But you are here to shine your light so that other somebody else can see in the darkness. You're here and, and you've been allowed to go through whatever it is you have. Just like I was allowed 
to go through Jamie's murder and God could have stopped it. You were allowed. We have free will. So I know God didn't cause it, but we're allowed to go through things for reasons, not just because it's some random thing. I don't believe that. I believe that everything can be used for good. But if you're going to hang on to the past and not start thinking about the future, praying ahead for the future, getting prepared for it by, by, you know, strengthening yourself. That's why I created the nine weapons of hope because I had to have something to hang on to, something to do. I'm a, I'm an action person. We all need to take action. It's not enough to hope, wish, dream, or even pray. We have to put our lives into action and we can't put our action into the past. It's impossible. We can only put it into the present and the present is becoming the future that quickly. Just like that, it's the future. You're already in the future from when we started talking about this. Kind of weird, isn't it? So that's really my message for you today. And and like I said, go back and listen to the one on letting go of the past because these two really connect. They connect, but I wanted to take that message into kind of another, um, just another layer so that you begin to get excited about the future and prepared for it and be excited that you're prepared for it. Knowing there's going to be something that really breaks your heart. There, there is going to be something you get massively disappointed about. There is going to be something challenging, hard. But go into it knowing that you're preparing right now in the present for the future moment. And when the future comes in five minutes, tomorrow, whatever we consider the future, you're going to fight for that next moment, for the next moment that's your future. Because it's all we got, my friends. We only have the future. The past, as I said, is wonderful. Beautiful memories, teaching moments, things that make us smile, things that make us cry, things that warm our hearts, things that make us wonder. There are traumas back there. There's laughter back there and joy and wonderful moments. The past is filled with all of it. And it's okay to visit there. It's a part of you. It's a part of, it's how you are who you are. But let's not forget about the future because it comes. It comes faster than we think. Okay, that's my message for you today. Until next week, remember you can always join me in my private Facebook group, called Trauma Disruptors. We can chat more about things there. You can connect with other warriors who are probably walking through something similar uh, to what you are. And you can go to ValerieSilvera.com, get more information on resources. And until next week, remember that your story matters, which is why I'm always, always encouraging you to live it courageously. Life is filled with trauma, but we can disrupt that trauma. We can turn it into something good. Thanks again for being here. It is time for you to use your story to disrupt your trauma for good. Your story matters, so you've got to learn how to live it courageously. Link arms with me at ValerieSilvera.com. We are in this thing called life together. It's time to disrupt our trauma for good.